Welcome to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Erin Summers. Big week for two former Saints, running back and special teams ace Fred McAfee and wide receiver Devery Henderson. Both were selected for induction to the New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame. McAfee played 10 seasons with the Saints during his 16-year career. He was drafted by the Saints in 1991 out of Mississippi College. After his playing career, he joined the Saints staff as the Director of Player Programs. He is now the Vice President of Player Engagement. McAfee played for three of the club's division championship teams and has been affiliated with the team for all nine, including the 2009 Super Bowl championship campaign. Henderson was drafted by the Saints in 2004 out of LSU. He played all of his nine NFL seasons in New Orleans. Many may remember him for the Superdome special. Henderson was the NFL's top deep threat from 2006 to 2012, averaging 18.1 yards per reception. I got a chance to sit down with both legendary Saints. Let's start it off with Fred McAfee. Always appreciate having former players here and, of course, somebody that's getting special recognition like yourself. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. It's a really big honor and a big family to be inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame. When you found out, what were your immediate emotions? Well, hey, I was uh, – that was a – there's a flood of joy, of course, and uh, then you start thinking about, you know, people who helped you along the way. Uh, you think about your family. You think about um, uh, so many different emotions that go across your mind, and then, like, are you deserving of it? You know, different things of that nature. That's what I can remember. Yeah, obviously de- deserving of it. I mean, it takes a lot of people to make the decision for you to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, and you were such a key specialist for the Saints for so many years. What was it about this team, the opportunity that they gave you in drafting you in 1991? Wow. So I can remember, like, I had this big draft party at first. Like, oh, man, I'm having this – I'm getting drafted in the first round. And then uh, – so I had this big this, this big party, you know, at people at my mother's house in uh, – uh, didn't get drafted in the first or second round. I remember the charcoal going dead and, you know, the music kind of dying out. You know, the people have trickled away, you know, kind of thing. And uh, I can remember uh, being at home with my nephew. Uh, and I was kind of babysitting a little bit for my sister. And uh, he answered the phone, actually. And uh, he said, um... Hey, Uncle Fred, uh, there's, there's, there's somebody on the phone. I said, okay. <laughs> so I get the phone from him, and uh, I said, hello? He said, hello, uh, this is uh, Jim Finks and Bill Kuharik of the New Orleans Saints, and uh, have you been waiting long? We're about to draft you. I said, oh, wow. So it was like a, a tremendous moment, and I was so thankful at that time because at the time I didn't really know who was drafting me or mm-hmm. if I was going to get drafted at all. Went to a small Division II college, and uh, uh, nothing like that ever happens in my school very often. So it was like just this this big bundle of joy that shot through me because I feel like, man, I'm getting to go, go somewhere that's very close to my hometown mm-hmm. of Philadelphia, Mississippi, which was uh, which is only about three hours from here. So it was uh, I was just so excited. When you started playing here, how did you make your impact? Uh. My nickname was Fast Freddy. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that or not, but it was Fast Freddy. And uh, I used to watch, like when I 
first got here, I thought that, man, you know, these guys are big. They're faster than I am. I don't know if they're faster than I am, but they are. They look that way. Right. But um, I said to myself, you know, to to get somebody's attention, to get their attention, I'm going to run every play as fast as I can. <laughs> I don't care whether it's walkthrough or what. I'm going fast every play. I'm going like like my life depended on it. And then, like, guys would ask me to slow down. And then I said, well, I can't slow down because if I do, I won't be where you are. Mm-hmm. So uh, so the impact was, whatever it was, I was going to do it really fast. So, uh, yeah. and uh, that was uh, pretty much how I played the rest of my career. Yeah, I mean, that obviously caught people's attention, and that was your thing. Like, this yep. guy is fast, and we need to find a place for him. That's correct. And it was, at times, as running back, and most of the time, as a specialist, how did you enjoy that role? Well, uh, the first time, like I had two stints here. Uh, mm-hmm. The first stint uh, only covered maybe one or two kicks, you know. But the rest of the time, I thought I was going to be the next Walter Payton or the next Jim Brown or somebody of that nature. I was, I was thinking I was going to be the all-time leading rusher because I led the team in rushing my rookie year. Right. My rookie year, and uh, I started on practice squad and kept going so fast in practice people was like you got to activate him and they finally activated me and uh so the first time around it was more about being a running back you know how many times I can get the ball in my hands and do something with it and then the second time around uh when I came back in 2000 it was more of the specialist special teams kind of role uh I just wanted to uh to help the team in any way that I could and I wanted to continue what I had been doing in Pittsburgh for the five mm-hmm. years after I left after the previous three years. And uh, in Pittsburgh, I was more of like a third down back, but I played a lot of special teams. And uh, I had been like first alternate so many times in Pittsburgh, making a Pro Bowl. It was nuts. You know, it was, I think I made the, the first alternate like seven or eight times. It was crazy. And uh, But I came back into trying to help solidify special teams when I came back the second time around. And then you make the Pro Bowl. Then I made the Pro 2002. Bowl. Two thousand two. Right. So you got thirteen years. This is what it takes to make, <laughs> make the Pro Bowl. That's that's how long it takes. But but I just kept you know just kept trying to be the best. And then if like Dennis Allen put something on the board uh, the other day before our team meeting, it's like if you strive to be the very best, it it it's still higher than other people's expectations. So if you're trying to do your very best, it's somewhere. It falls somewhere between superior and excellent mm-hmm. if you don't reach your goal. So yeah, I always strived for higher heights, but it kind of worked right. out. Right, they always have a saying that's like, aim for the moon, because if you, you don't get that, you'll fall among the stars yeah. or something, yeah, that something kind of like thing. That. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to be the best, and uh, I, I liked I liked being the best. Mm-hmm. I like stepping on the field and knowing that I have a chance of impacting the game a lot of plays, you know, like people don't understand a lot of times, like, oh, it's special teams, but you get so many opportunities to impact the game, whether it's a big hit and you mm-hmm. lodge the ball loose or you have a big return or any of that stuff. Uh, it's going to be very impactful. It's almost one of the most exciting things to have happen in a game because it's unexpected. It's unexpected. Yeah. You know, people are, you know, coming back from the bathroom or just like <laughs> listening to like the, you know, the, the, the halftime show. And, it, and each half starts off yeah. with, a special teams play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What have been some of your favorite memories uh, as a player 
with the Saints? I guess we're going to focus on your okay. time here. Yeah, uh, I think, um, you know, I can, I can remember when I first got here, I can remember some of the plays, right? I can remember my first play. We were playing against the Rams uh, in Los Angeles. And that was my first real play. Not not the special, not the preseason part, but mm -hmm. my first, like, real play in the game. It was kind of like a little reversey kind of thing. I, it, was, it was for seven yards. And then the next game, the next game that I played in was against the 49ers. It was a home game. The 49ers at the time had Joe Montana and all these other people, Jerry Rice and so many other people. I don't know, think we were supposed to even win the game. But, uh, but the – like the second, like I said, the second game, I was really just sitting on the bench, and like I'm thinking, like, oh, this is gonna be another game. I don't see any action, kind of. And um, at some point, uh, this was this was Jim Moore was the head coach. Mm -hmm. Carl Smith was the uh, offensive coordinator. I was just kind of chilling, and I said, I don't think I'm playing, you know, <laughs> because I didn't see any action the first half. And then all of a sudden, you know, coach says, Fred, you're in. And I said, Where's I said, where's my helmet? He said, it's on your head. <laughs> and I go in the game, and then I had like four or five carries for like 50, 60 yards, and we beat the San Francisco 49ers, which was amazing at the time. And then the next game against the Atlanta Falcons, I got my first touchdown, and I had like 130 yards rushing. So those yeah. memories. And then when I came back in 2000, uh, one of my first big plays was I had a fake punt versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, we... Ended up going to the playoffs that year, and, uh, you know, a lot of great things happened as well. So I was I can remember a lot of stuff. So Yeah, well, you were a part of, was it three championships, conference champ division championships? Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, like, in the beginning, it was, man, it was so hard because the back in the day, the 49ers were in our division. People mm -hmm. don't realize the NFC West, like, we were in the South, but still it was us, Atlanta. Um, uh, the 49ers, and uh, man, I'm losing one of them, but still, we were in the West. And I'm like, oh my God, how can that be? We're in the South, but um, I feel like you know, it was just a blur. You know, here it is this little small kid from a small town, from a small college, is now in the National Football League. It was just like an amazing feeling, it was just crazy for me. I feel, yeah. You win a couple championships, you got the Pro Bowl honor, and now you're being honored into the Saints Hall of Fame. How does that stack up for, as you said, a small-town kid that didn't ever really think that they'd have this opportunity to even play in the NFL? Yeah, like you said, it's, it's, a, it's a huge uh, accomplishment and a huge honor. Uh, I was in the marching band before the whole football thing happened. I was in the marching band and a pole vault. I went out for football my last year of high school. Mm. I could have had a very different life. I don't know. But uh, this stacks up as high as you can stack them. You know, uh, there's only one bigger thing that you could be this. That's NFL Hall of Fame. So it's, this is a major, a major honor. I feel super honored by the, by the whole thing. And it's an exclusive family that joins, that you join now, being able to be in the Hall of Fame and knowing that you're a part of something with these other players that have been such historic greats for the Saints, and where does that sit for you? Once again, like, I can remember walking into the locker room when I first came from Mississippi College. Like, and these are people that are definitely in the Saints Hall of Fame or the NFL Hall of Fame. I played with a lot of great players like 
just like with the Saints Hall of Fame, the Dawn Patrol. Mm -hmm, I played mm -hmm. with those guys. You know, Ricky Jackson, Pat Willen, Vaughn Johnson, and Sam Mills. Played with them. Played with Eric Martin. Played with Michael Lewis. Played with Dalton Hilliard. Played with a lot of great guys. Stan Brock, Jim Dombrowski. Played with them all. And uh, and to be considered amongst these guys, considering these guys were my idols, you know, mm -hmm. these were guys that I looked up to. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, uh, to be mentioned amongst them. You know, Willie Rowe played with him. Mm -hmm. You know, Leroy Glover, a lot of guys, a lot of great guys that are in the Saints Hall of Fame that I got a chance to to, to just be their teammate, you know? Yeah, you said if it wasn't for football, your life would have looked very different. Well, even after football, you've stayed with the Saints. Yeah. You retired in 2007 and immediately joined the coaching staff. Yeah. They, well, overall front office kind of staff yeah. as a director of player development. And yep. That role, is that ever something you thought you wanted to do? Is well, once upon a time, I said I'd never work for an NFL team because it's a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a, it's a lot of hours. Uh, I always knew I didn't want to coach because whatever hours I have now, they can never match what a coach puts in. You know, um, you know, it's. I felt like, you know, things have happened for a reason in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, I can remember, like, this would have been going into year 17 as a player if I would have played this next year. And Sean had talked to me, Sean Payton had talked to me about, Freddie, uh, if we sign you, it's going to be later on in June or July. And uh, But before that, I was I was in my yard. I was, like, like working on this stone wall. I was stacking some stone. And uh, Sean and Mickey called me, and they asked me about what I consider working for the team. And I said... I was like, I don't know. You know, I really don't know if I want to make that type of commitment. I said, it's a huge commitment. Uh, I had just built a house in Mississippi, and uh, it's kind of like, you know, about to settle into whatever retirement had to offer. And um, so I called around and asked some other, well, I called around. Well, teams were actually calling me, like, the Baltimore Ravens called me. The Green Bay Packers called me and asked me if I still was thinking about playing. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure at all. I didn't know. And, uh, but this is what changed my mind. I was at a gas station in Madison, Mississippi. And uh, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And I see this car. I said, hey, hold up. Who's driving this car right here with the Saints tags on it? And it was Mickey. So I've never seen Mickey outside of the Saint stuff. Sure. So I'm at a gas station in the middle of nowhere, and Mickey Loomis steps out, and uh, that was a sign for uh -huh. me. Like, yeah. So I retired on the spot. And I said, hey, Mickey, tell Sean I'm taking this job. I'm, I'll send him my retirement papers next week. Was he following you? No, he was not following <laughs> me. He was actually... Stopping on the way, he, he, he had been in Memphis, uh -huh. and he was on his way back to New Orleans. And Madison is about the midway point, and uh, he's just getting some gas. Yeah. But I still saw it as a sign yeah, that's crazy. of like, okay, I'm just here getting a Subway sandwich, and pops out pops Mickey. Yeah. You know, kind of crazy. Yeah. So it was a sign. Okay, so one thing, 17 years 
was what you said you were going into. And that's I was going to year 17, that's yeah. A crazy, 16 years then that you played. That's a crazy long time to, to yeah. make it in the NFL. Yeah, and I was just hoping for two initially. I said, yeah. oh, boy, if I could pay off some of these college loans, uh, you know, do something nice for my mother, and just something to give me a start. I didn't, I didn't foresee 16. I saw two, possibly. Mm-hmm. I now, saw two. Now, Sean now. Payton... <laughs> This is his, when he introduces me, right, he always say, hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Fred McAfee. Uh, he played 16 years in the NFL, 12 longer than he should have. <laughs> well, so, whose fault is that? Because Sean brought you on. Well, well here it is. No, I, I tell Sean this right here. I say, I say, you respect Jim Moore and Jim Haslett, right? He said, yes, I respect those coaches. And I said, do you respect Buddy Ryan and um, Tony Dungy? He said, yeah, great coach, of course, yes, yes. I said, do you respect Bill Cowher? He said, yes. I said, well, I fooled them all those years that I could play in the NFL, and I fooled one more guy. I fooled you, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's great. Yeah. And now you've you've been here since 2007 in this role, taking on player development. Yes. On and off the field, mostly, is what you focus on. Yeah. I, yeah. Fo- I focus on their, their total lives from when when they come in until they leave. Uh, I, you know, uh, it's about – I'm a different kind of coach, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, you know, a coach like an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator or running backs coach or a wide receivers coach. I'm like life coach in a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I try to give them tools that they can use, real tools that they can use to help them navigate their lives while they're in the NFL and as they leave, you know. So you, you try to give them as much as you can in their tool bag. So you set up job shadowing opportunities. You you send them to, like, different seminars or you send them to different, like, little little kind of events that will help them out in their navigating of that, you know, their lives. You know, so whether it's a, it's a seminar about real estate or franchises mm-hmm. or even um, – I'm going back to college again. Yeah. You know, you want to make them have as much in that tool bag as they can to help them lead the rest of their lives. Sure, continuing education. And, yeah, and that's part like of it. That. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So in case they don't play 16 years, they only play Just two. Just in case. They have. They've got a lot of stuff, you know. And I always like to make them aware of their benefits that they've earned since they came into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Different to college, you know, you got different stuff like the 401K or your, your retirement plan or your annuity or – you know, your health benefits, I always want them to be cognizant of what they have, you know, because, listen, it is, this is a tough league to get into. Yeah. This is a tough fraternity already. And for them to have knowledge of what they have earned, is, I think that's huge. I think we all could use a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was a pleasure talking to you. And it is such a great honor for you to be inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame. And I know there will be several events that take place as that happens, but congratulations. Thanks so much, Aaron. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks to Fred for taking some time out of his duties here at the facility. Henderson joined me after the Hall of Fame press conference on Thursday. Here's our conversation. Thank you so much for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. I really appreciate it. Big day for you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really excited, full emotion. Uh, It's it's, it's been great. You joined the Saints out of LSU. Mm -hmm. Being able to play here have your career pretty much in your backyard. I mean, how cool of an experience was that? It's a great experience. Uh, you know, I couldn't ask for a better support system, a better fans here. You know, 
You know, they're, they're one of a kind in Louisiana. And, um, you know, just to have that fan base support you, you know, on the strength of, you know, you're from Louisiana and you went to LSU, you know, it was always great. It was a great experience. All, all nine years, all nine seasons I played. Over those nine seasons, what are some of the things that stood out to you about your time playing here or some of your teammates, any big moments? Uh, well, for one, you know, bringing a Super Bowl to this franchise and uh, just, just seeing the, trend, the, the, the change in the organization, you know. Uh, you know, uh, obviously for the better. Um, you know, just, just just developing that championship mentality here, just being a part of that whole process, you know, it's, it's very humbling and I'm, you know, I'm grateful to be a part of it. In your Hall of Fame announcement today, mm -hmm. you said one of the things that you wanted to be known for was doing things the right way. Right. What was that to you? Well, it's just, just going out and displaying, you know, great leadership. Uh, you know, I wasn't really vocal, but, you know, the way I approached the game, the way I worked hard and things like that, I wanted that to be, you know, to speak for me, you know. And uh, another thing was just how you represent yourself and how you represent, you know, where you're from, your family and things like that. You know, I didn't want to disappoint people by my actions and, and things like that. So. That, that that's what I meant by it. just doing things the right way, showing you know a great deal of professionalism and, and things like that. Well, Coach Allen talked about you and and how you were a great teammate. He mentioned your speed and how that opened up things offensively. Mm -hmm. When did you know you were that fast? Uh, I've been knowing since I was young. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know, and I'm saying that you know as humble as I can be, but I was always known to you know to be a to have ten incredible speed since a, since a young kid, and um, it stayed with me. You know, yeah. I didn't. You know, some people outgrow their speed, they gain weight or whatever else. It just, you know, it's just something I was blessed with, and uh, you know, I, I took advantage of what I had and uh, and used it to the best of my ability. It was definitely something that you used to the best of your ability. You averaged nearly 18 yards per reception. I mean, you were known as one of those deep threats. Right. How much fun was that, knowing that, you know, you were going to go long pretty much every time? Oh, it was great. You know, uh, you know, each game you're going to have one or two shots at, mm -hmm. you know, at, at a deep ball. And it was just a matter of taking that, taking um, advantage of those opportunities and things like that. You know, and, um, you know, at one point, shoot, it felt like that's all I could do. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever uh, opportunities I was given, I was going to be able to, you know, I was going to make the best of it, you know. Um, I blocked well, you know, that was things that just was part of that whole thing. Just, you know, doing what you're supposed to do for the, for your team and, and, and for those guys that you suit up with every every Sunday. Basically, just everybody lines up and then they're like, all right, Duffrey, just go and we'll we'll catch you with the ball whenever you know, run everybody. <laughs> nah, it, wasn't, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> like that. But <laughs> you you know. won. Obviously, you were a part of the Super Bowl mm -hmm. and you won a national championship when you were at LSU. Mm -hmm. How do those kind of stack up to each other? What was different about those moments? Um, I don't know. I I I think both of them were 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 um significant in their own right. Um, I think uh just just being in college, man, and just seeing where that organization went. The four years that I was there, I got opportunity to um to be aligned with you know arguably one of the greatest college coaches ever 
And, um, you know, and some of those guys on that staff, it was right behind him in a, in, 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 in a sense. So I was uh, blessed to be aligned with, with great coaching and great guys that I could learn from and, uh, you know, that I could benefit from within my career. Knowing that you have now, you're going to get this Hall of Fame induction, you know, how does that compare to the other things that you've experienced and the other awards or, like we mentioned, two championships that you've won in your life? Well, I know, I know that, that those things are, are, are big, but I, I can honestly say this one really hit. Uh, this one brought the emotions out of me. This one's, So I, I think this one tops it all. Um, you know, that... You know, it, it hit me from left field too. I wasn't expecting it. Now did I? Not saying that I didn't want it or anything, but it wasn't a thought. And to get that call, it uh, it broke me down. And uh, that's probably one of the first times in my athletic career that I had to tear that I teared up, you know, and uh, and and showed the, those type of emotions. So because of that, I would say that probably topped it all. Why does it mean so much to you? I don't know. I mean, guys like. From from where I'm from, never got those opportunities. You know, they you know I'm I'm like one of the only ones from my hometown, specifically that that actually made it to the NFL and 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 played a significant roles, played a uh, a career, uh, you know nine nine seasons. That's mm -hmm. that's you know you know played extensive career. So I'm one of the only guys you know from there. And I'm not saying that there hasn't been guys that. That has gotten a shot, or even even played in the NFL, but you know, I'm I'm one of the few from my hometown, and uh, for that, you know, I'm 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 just grateful for that, and just you know, just being a part of all this, I, I couldn't be more humble, you know. You're always going to be a part of the Saints family overall, but now you are also a member of this more exclusive club, being in the, mm -hmm. the Saints Hall of Fame. How special! Is that? Oh, special, man. I'm, I'm blushing. I'm, I'm fully emotional. I'm happy. I'm excited, and uh, you know, it just, just puts a stamp on everything, man. You know, you, we, we, we go through our career and we sit at home and, you know, we reminisce and we, we reflect back on some of the things we've been through. Some of, some of it has made it, made us better people, better men, you know, and uh, you know, just, just going back and, and looking at all that just makes this even more special, man. Um. I'd have never thought just to be, you know, just looking at the the guys that have been inducted, and that 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 have been, you know, face of this organization for years because of what they've done, and for me to be, you know, aligned with those guys and being in that group, it means it means the world to me. Well, congratulations. I appreciate it. It's exciting for sure. Thank you for spending some time talking to me about it. Oh, no problem. No problem. Events surrounding the induction of McAfee and Henderson will take place during the weekend of October 28th to 30th, in conjunction with the October 30th home game against the Las Vegas Raiders. You can find more information about the New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame at saintshalloffame.com. Thanks for joining me on this special episode of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. See y'all at minicamp next week.